Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What is up on the clock, fans? Welcome to another exciting episode. We are almost at 100 episodes. Yeah, we're, we're getting there, man. It's getting up there. It's up there. We're not We're not far. We got an exciting agenda for you today. We're going to recap some of the biggest players hitting the free agent market. Miami player is under some serious heat. Mm. From some more, he says, we're going to get into that. CFL, XFL finally decided to do a merger and combine force instead of competing. We're going to go into the details about that. Watson headed to the Panthers. Wilson headed to the Bears. We're going to break down those scenarios and why it's probably going to be a possibility. And then the shocker of the day. There are some comments today from Michael Irvin that Dak is the next Brady. We're going to break those comments down. You're here. You're on the clock. Raul Lascano, my guy. How are you, sir? I am good, man. I am really good, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I have a, a lot of things to tell you, but I have to I have to throw this in there. I love this freaking song. God damn it, man. What? How do we keep doing this? We're, di- we're very diverse. That's This should be Tom Brady's walking oh. song. Oh, yeah. To, to oh, yeah. Game, game, first game of the season. Absolutely. Tom Brady, as he hits on the field, this is, should be playing. Right, right when he goes back. Right when he walks through. Yeah, and then, and then what he should do is take each ring off yeah. and give them to somebody before yeah. he gets on the field. That's and that's all he, he does. Do. Just walk with his hands up and just listen to him. And that'd be his intro. They're just walking. And that's, that's it. it. It feels so empty without me. That's it. That'd be great. I mean, take I'm, his ring off. Guess who's back? Oh, here you go. Let him God. take his ring off again. Seven, back again. Seven rings. To say that. <laughs> seven rings, man. Oh, man. That's amazing, man. I'm good, man. Family's good. I have a, a short story to tell you, man. I wanted to share it to you. Oh, yeah. Let's get I, right into it. I love it. So last night, last night I go ahead and I, I take my daughter to cheerleading practice. You know, she does the, the Be Elite competitive cheer. I love taking her there. Um, shout out to Brandy. Oh yeah, shout out to Big. I mean, Brandy is doing it big out there. She's doing it big out there, man. And those girls are, when I tell you, fierce competitors, man. I'm not making that up. Anybody that knows anything about cheerleading? Any cheer dads? Cheerleading is a is a total sport, man. It's, oh yeah. Oh it my god. Competitive. It's demanding, man. So <laughs> we're sitting in the car. We got there a little early, so we're sitting in the car. My my daughter asked me, and and once I tell you the story, all the listeners oh, listen to this. Everybody that's driving, do not listen to me. It's going to mess you up for the rest of your life. My daughter goes, Daddy, does every car have Pradell on it? And I said, Pradell? What do you mean? Yeah, does every car have Pradell on it? Pradell. I said, no. You mean like, you wouldn't mean like a Pringles? Like you want Pringles? Is that what you're talking about? She goes, no, 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 Daddy. Your car has Pradell. Mommy's car has Pradell. Does every car have Pradell on it? I said, baby, I have no idea what you're talking about. She said, Daddy, it's right there. I said, Pernell. So I started looking at the dash. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, Daddy, right here, look. George, she's pointing at the gear shifter, the park reverse neutral <laughs> drive and low gear. She calls it. Oh, uh, she's cute. Yeah, she calls it Pernell. Pernell because of the letters. <laughs> she gave it a goddamn name. She gave it a damn name. I said, you know what, baby? Yes, every car has Pernell in there. You're right. Every vehicle has Pernell. Probably reverse, neutral, drive, and, and the, the low. The low gear. Per- low drive. Yeah, the low gear. Pernell. Pernell is the freaking. You never look at your car the same. You're going to look at it. Yeah, like that's cute, man. That's cute. That's, yeah, that was uh, my day, what man. What a girl. What a girl. What about that's you? That's a good how's day, the, though. That's a good day. It was a good day. I, I got the, We did TikTok videos. I got to upload TikTok videos with her. We did TikTok videos. We danced to Bruno Mars. We look like fools in the parking lot, but whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll be an idiot for her. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. What about you? How's the family, man? Family's good, man. Uh, you know, softball update. Yeah. She's she girl went three for three on on Monday. She had a game got moved from Saturday to Monday. Nice. nice. Uh, and she had a crowd. That was the first game. So we haven't allowed any other family to show up to games. No way. Um, yeah. Because we wanted, you know, let her get her jitters out. You okay. know, let her kind of yeah. settle into a little bit. Makes sense. So 
she she's played a couple games. She's been to a bunch of practices, and we asked her, "Say, hey, do you want us to invite people?" If no, we're good with it. Yeah. And she's like, "No, daddy. You know, you can invite grandpa and abuela and abuelo and <laughs> invite invite and, the whole fam, cousins, everybody. Yeah, everybody come like, on. Right, once I send this text message out, everyone's going to be there. It's lo and behold, had grandpa, grandmas, everybody and their mothers were there. And she did great. Actually, there's a clip of my, my son is on the fence watching watching her at uh, at bat. Yeah. And she hits the ball and she's running out of face and down the first base and he's clapping. Oh, clapping for her as he's going down. It's pretty that's cool. What's up, cool video. The wife captured a pretty, pretty cool moment there. But but no man, everything's going well. We're going to Disney on Sunday. Oh, that's awesome. So we're, I, I, it's a little switch up to the schedule for our next podcast. We're actually gonna be releasing the show. On Sunday morning right. instead of Monday morning, because I'll be I'll be in Disney without my equipment and everything for for the week. So looking for a couple of days of torture. <laughs> the wife asked me today. She goes, "Oh, are you excited to go to Disney?" No, not, not a, no, I'm not excited. Not a fucking at all. Not at all. But we're gonna do it. No, I'm gonna be tortured <laughs> for forty eight to seventy two hours yeah. in a row. You know, I haven't taken them to Disney in, in freaking years, man. I mean, I think now would I don't know I don't know if, what age do you stop taking kids to Disney, man? Because like mine would be what, universal now? Something like that? Yeah, yeah, universal. Jada may maybe she maybe she likes some of the princesses. Oh, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. To see some of those. I mean, Toy Story's there. You know, there, there's some games that are there for the adults. Right. Like you got the Toy Story game you shoot. Um, you shoot targets and stuff, you get points and stuff like that. There's, you know, Magic Kingdom does a good job of kind of mixing, mixing some of that stuff up. But yeah, Universal, Epcot, those would be kind of the. That's where we'd be at, right? Yeah, the big kid ones. We what we like to do is park hop. Nice. So we will go one place in the morning, then we get on the Skyliner, mm. and and that's that's its own ride for us because it, we take it all the way around all all four different parks. Right. And that's just a ride in itself. Plus, a good way to sit down, relax, enjoy some air and the view. But yeah, so that'll be my week coming up here shortly. All right. So we'll see, man. We'll see. That's what's up, man. That that's a, that's a good damn time. I know spring break for around here in Tampa is going to be starting this Monday. Um, so every, traffic will be a little bit, you know, dying down lighter. a little bit. Yeah, a little bit lighter. But there's going to be a lot of kids everywhere. So if you're driving around in Tampa, please be careful. Spring break is almost upon us, but. Let's talk about the, the latest news, man. What's on the first part of the agenda, man? Yeah, man. So, so first thing we'll get into pretty quick, you know, franchise deadline was on on Tuesday. Yep. Tuesday, 4 o'clock was the last day for you to franchise players also become free agents. Yes. And I'm proud to say the Bucks have been able to sign two of the three guys. Yeah, that two, I felt we two of the needed. three of the monsters, right? The head. Yeah, that yeah. we for sure needed in order to, to have a chance to kind of defend the crown. Godwin was our franchise yeah. tag person. Yeah. Um, we were able to sign Levante David to to a two year extension. Um, so at least defensive wise, we're bringing our leader back right. on that side of the ball. And, and I really think Godwin coming back is also huge. That's more of a Brady. Brady Brady's and, the reason why he stays. And you guys got the freaking dynamic duo of linebackers. That's that's the important part, you know. Devin White doesn't do all the work yeah. without Levante, oh, right? Yeah. He's he's got Levante for another, at least another two years till they got to do another contract. But two years, man, you can win two more Super Bowls with with that type of defense. As young as they were, man. Yeah, and I know you and I were talking about this earlier in the week, man. You know what's Brady's motivation at this point, right? And right. and I'm telling you, I think I think you know the 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 one thing that escaped him a few years ago against the Giants was that undefeated. <laughs> perfect season man and i think he's wow. looking at this as an opportunity to to run him back what and a good season what a great season, season that was too man what a great to, to see i mean randy moss at that time was what in his third year with the patriots <sighs> yeah and it was a little older randy but still just as a just as still fast, still, can't, still can't cover randy <laughs> you still can't and a great thing you know and i know this is a part of one of the things i saw on social media was they had a young randy moss and then they put four corners who do you got? And it, and it said, it said you have to, you have to keep Randy Moss under 140 yards, or and if you fail, you go to jail for 25 years. Who do you pick to cover him? They had a young Deion Sanders, they had a Champ okay. Bailey, they had Daryl oh. Revis, and they had uh, Jalen Ramsey on there. As far as the four corners you had to pick from, the only guy I could see that that was out of that group that could run with him was was a young Deion. Yeah, Dion. Dion was the only guy can can run stride for stride. Right with him. With him. I don't see Champ 
Champ Bailey can't run with them. Daryl Rivas the same way, and right. neither can Ramsey. I think Dion is it. And, and a young Dion, young Dion was fun to watch, he, man. Yeah, oh yeah, he was, man. Young Dion, young Dion. All he got to do, and young Dion, even though he was flashy, Showtime, prime, I mean prime time, he understood what he needed to do. All, all, all I could do is ride this hip. I'm gonna ride your hip. I can run with you. I'm gonna ride with your hip. My only ask would be is both guys get mic'd up. Oh, that would be I want to hear the amount of trash talking oh, that would happen between those two guys. Yes. I I would want to get them mic'd up secretly. So I don't even want to know. Yeah, no, Just no be, shit, be right? Authentic. Yeah, it'd be authentic. <laughs> Put it in their pads. Like, yeah, we got special pads for you today. Yeah. That's good, man. But a lot of free agents, man. I mean, they, they hit the yeah, market, man. So, so, you know, I'm going to start with some quarterbacks. Okay. Because I think it's interesting that we kind of dive into it. Uh, first one is Cam Newton. Right, Cam Newton is going to be a unrestricted free agent. Uh, right. You know the the quarterback carousel. We're going to talk a little about the quarterback carousel here in a little bit. But you know, so Cam Newton is, is a free agent. There's rumors that he may end up with his old coach once again, and Ron Rivera. He may think, think about Cam in Washington. That's scary. That's pretty scary. With that kind of defense. Yeah. It's a young offense. It had a rookie running back that did well. Yeah. Terry McClellan did really well. I don't, got think pieces he had, around. I don't think he had a defense like that in Carolina. He, he did. I mean, he had the, the, the Julius Pepper days. Uh, yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. You're and right. then Echo I mean, they had dudes on defense. I remember. Um, and he had Steve Smith, that receiver. I mean, he had Greg Olson in his prime. So, I mean, he had some guys there. But that'd be interesting to kind of see where he kind of ends up. Um, another guy for me was Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is Packers blew that man. Packers blew that completely. If the Packers wanted to continue to find a way to piss off Aaron Rodgers, oh yeah. Not only not only do you take him off the field on fourth and goal when you should have gone for it against the Bucks. One, let's piss him off there. Two, let's let his top producing running back walk. It's checking all the boxes of why I should leave. Aaron Rodgers is checking all the boxes why I should be the fuck out of here because these guys are idiots. And and we talked about this too. When he went to, you know, he's been the back-to-back NFC championships right now, right? He lost both of them, but he's been back-to-back. They, from year to year, they have not done anything in Green Bay to help Aaron Rodgers, you know, push through to get into the Super Bowl. You keep the same team every single year, and now you lose your top producing running back, and you, you kind of give him a free agency. Whether this is a strategic move or not, whether they already said we're going to sign you or whatever, you know, whatever they're doing. I, I, I'm To me, as a coach, you lock in all your studs. You lock all everybody in. You have to. You, you have get to. it done. You just give them so they're not worried going into OTAs. You're not worried going into camp, you know, because then you have the fear of guys not showing up and all that crap that goes on. You, you sign, especially a guy like that, man. Aaron Jones, yeah. I mean, he did his thing, man. Yeah, no, Eric Jones was one of the most productive backs since he got drafted. Here's a outside-the-box prediction here for you. What if, what if he goes to your team, the Dolphins? You think about, you think about the Dolphins oh, here for a second, right? They got the fourth pick overall in the draft. They're probably going to take a receiver. If they're all in on Tua, they're going to take a receiver. Otherwise, they're going to take a quarterback. But... I think they're going to take a receiver. I yes. think they take either Jamal Chase, I know, or Jamar Chase. I know you, you've you been lobbying for Devontae Smith. Absolutely. Or Jalen Waddle, one of his two Alabama teammates. Whoever. I think any of those three we would all be very excited for as a Dolphins fan. Yeah. You had a guy like Aaron Jones now that can take the pressure off to a, a young quarterback. You got a you know, receiver now. That's your go-to guy. You got a tight end. You got yes. a damn good one. A tight end, you yes. get a solid defense. Now you start seeing this team as a potential contender to compete with the Bills in our in conference. AFC yeah. conference. Yeah. L- so, look, listen, man, you hit it right on the head because Tua needs help at running back. We we need we need help at running back. You know what I'm saying? Where a guy can tote it 20 times, and we just got to throw it 10 times to kind of balance the offense. I totally agree with you. If if that's a landing spot for Aaron Jones, thank you, Green Bay. I really appreciate you guys for doing that, and I hope we can get him. And, and again, we do have some we do have some room to maneuver and give him a money that he wants. You know what I mean? Respectfully, yeah. Hopefully, just overpay him, right? Because right. sometimes, you know, and this happens to the Bucks all the time. Well, you end up overpaying for guys to come down to play for your team because you're not as attractive as others. 
Right. Another guy that's that I was shocked to see hit the open market was Kenny Galladay. He's a receiver from the Lions. Yeah. You figured, okay, you just traded Stafford away. You just acquired Jared Goff. You got rid of all these picks, or you just acquired these picks, right? Because he got these picks from the Rams yeah. in, the, in the trade. Kenny Galladay is one of your best, your best receiver. Yeah. Why would you let him go? He's going to walk off now. Jared Goff was like, man, I really did go from really bad to really Sugar worse. Sugar to shit real <laughs> quick in the NFL. And that's what happens when you don't produce, you're not, you're not excelling or, or, Progressing, you don't you're not reaching that new ceiling because if anybody knows the NFL stands for not for long in this league. That's right. If your ass can't produce, you know what I'm saying? Your best ability is availability. So yeah. and it means not for long. You you'll fuck around and go to a team and that that's it. You're done. And we'll just see you on some ESPN top ten in the blue moon. You know what I mean? Yeah, so three teams that I think could potentially be in the Kenny Galladay sweepstakes. Oh boy. One of them, one of them I feel really good about given what I saw. Earlier in the week, um, the Ravens. The Ravens, we've been talking about Lamar Jackson needing a legit something. receiver. Yeah. Um, this gives him that option. So if you're in it to help Lamar Jackson be a better thrower, which you know he needs to be in the playoffs to not be one and done or two and done, yeah. like they've been the last couple of years now, Ravens are definitely a team to look out for. And then the, the other two teams are – a little more of a long shot, I think, potentially. Uh-huh. But Colts, for the obvious reason, yeah. you got Carson Wentz. T.Y. Hilton isn't getting any younger. They right. got a nice little receiver in Paris Campbell. Fast, speedster guy. Now you bring a guy like Kelly Galladay. You know, that offense starts to take a little bit of form. They got a great defense. That could be another playoff team, you know, going into the, the following season. And then the Patriots. The Patriots have been thirsty yeah. for a receiver since yeah. Randy, since I would probably since Randy Moss was there. Right. I mean, they had Randy Cooks a couple of years ago. Uh, but, I, you know, if Cam comes back to the Patriots, I see them heavily pursuing a guy like Kenny Galladay to, to try to match up right. with him there. Would it be crazy to to throw the Saints in there because they lost Emmanuel Sanders as well? Would it be crazy? They're not no? going to have the money. I, I think the Saints uh, you're right. cutting – yeah. Yeah, I think the Saints cutting Emmanuel Sanders. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw if you saw Quan Alexander, former Buck linebacker, that got traded to the 49ers. Um, he goes there. He may get cut from the Saints. Yeah. Also, and try to as they try to kind of save some cap room because yeah. they don't they just don't have it. And King Holidays is just not. The Saints are in a tough spot. The yeah. Saints are in a tough spot right now, and especially if they're trying to make a move for Russell. Like, you know, there's rumors out there. They're going to have to finagle some cap room in order to, to try to make that happen, to try to get him. Um, one guy that I am a little excited to see where he goes is, is John Ross. So John Ross mm. was drafted by the Bengals. He's been with the Bengals through all the bad. He really doesn't get a whole lot of recognition Yeah, he does for, for who he is, but that guy's a speedster. Yeah. He's a 4-2, low 4-3 kind of guy. Um you know, it'd be interesting to see him go to the Rams. The one thing the Rams are missing on that offense is a home run hitter. Robert Woods yeah. isn't getting any younger, and a he's guy slow. That can, a guy that can really stretch the field for him and open up coverages, under, uh, open up uh, holes underneath. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Cooper Cup is a is a younger version of an Edelman. Yeah, right. He's a slot machine Hines, Ward type of field. Yeah. yeah, but they don't have a guy that can push the ball vertically. And you got a guy like Stafford. He has a big arm. You yes. tell him what he did with Kenny Galladay over in Detroit, Calvin Johnson yeah. in his days over in Detroit. So I definitely think John Ross can be a guy that takes the Rams into contention with the team like the Bucks as as we kind of get kind of get back into it. Um some other ones that are, you know, not as notable. We'll, we'll go with uh with Brady's favorite running back. I, I you know, I think Lenny, playoff oh Lenny is gone. Uh, I, we can't afford him. I don't think we're going to be able to afford him. Uh, I think he's going to look to be to, to get a payday and go to uh, you know be able to get a starting he better, gig somewhere. He better take a job as an equipment manager. That's what he <laughs> should do. Uh, but I think James White, James White from the Patriots, was old Mister Reliable for Tom Brady. It's uh, one of the things every, we every third down that motherfucker was always open. I know that. We we need a pass catching running back. We tried Lashawn McCoy, didn't work. Yeah, we tried Ronald Jones, it didn't work. Yeah. We tried even Leonard Fournette, and it just didn't work. They're not receiving kind of backs. Uh, I think James White comes to Tampa with a huge discount 
just because he wants to play with Brady and chase a ring. So I'm going to put my own bucks as... It might as well be the Tampa Bay Patriots. This is what it must be. It might, it might as well be the no, Tampa no, Bay no, Patriots. No, no, no. Gronk, we Brady, and White are back together again. <laughs> if you get Edelman down here somewhere, that, then it's over. I'm not. I'm, I'm done with you guys. Yeah, no, we're not. There's no way we don't want Edelman. He's old. He's old and right. washed up. Uh, and then last one before we kind of move on here is Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman is now a free agent. Wow. Uh, you know, people remember him negotiating his own contract. He decided yeah. to fire his agent a couple of years ago when he when he after he tore his Achilles. I think it was with Seattle. Yeah, he was a free agent. And, the guy and he told him nobody his own contract. That guy told him nobody wants you. After he tore his Achilles, nobody wants you to play anymore. And he fired him. Yeah. Took a, he, took a chance on himself. He, he made his own contract there. But uh, I don't think he's going back to the 49ers. I think the 49ers are, are looking to get a little younger. Yeah. Um, there's always a team. There's, and this team that I mentioned, who's that team? I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. There's always a team in the NFL that loves to take on old people. And there's it's always the a head coach. <laughs> There's always a head coach right. that in, that loves to have old people on his team. Who's this? Can't, and, and, and it so happens that this team and this coach are together. So this seems like a marriage waiting to have it for Richard Sherman. The Oakland Raiders. You John Gruden he just loves some, huh? him some old people, boy. He loves That's him some funny. old people. That's funny. John Gruden's like, you know what? I will trade away draft picks to acquire... I, my Just to goal get him, yeah. is to have the, the, the oldest team possible. Because if I have the oldest team, I don't have to coach them. I don't develop them. I can just call plays and call, you know, spider yeah, These guys know situational football now. They've been playing the league for 12 yeah. years. They should know what to do. But think about his days in, Oak, in the Raiders the first time around. He had Rich Gannon. He had Tim Brown. He had Jay Rice. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, this past year, they signed they signed Jason Witten to a deal. He was a he was retired, and I wonder what they thought production was. He was with, did he think leadership was going to help him? Do you know? Do you think okay, this is John Gruden likes old people. <laughs> he likes to have old people on the roster. But he's built these relationships with signed, these guys. They signed Donald Penn, mm. who is like thirty five years old. He's a thirty five year old left tackle. For for goodness sake! But I so, hear he makes great pancakes, and he and every team needs a pancake maker. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But again, I I think uh, you know the Las Vegas for correction to myself, not Oakland, mm-hmm. Las Vegas Raiders. I think that's a a marriage kind of waiting to happen. And you know we'll we'll talk a little about some some other breaking news. Yeah. So I was looking at recently, and and you start seeing some some signs. Okay. And, and how teams, you know, start moving money around and how they start restructuring contracts and what does that necessarily mean? So I saw recently that the Panthers have restructured the contracts of the great CMC, Christian McCaffrey. That's big, man. He's taking a pay cut. Damn. There's Thompson, Shaq Thompson, one of their linebackers, is also uh, restructuring his contract. When teams restructure contract, they're usually doing it to free up money. Yeah, for to, for the payday for some because they're gonna bring in the guy that they're gonna pay. So go get someone. Right. I'm thinking, man, are the Panthers trying to make a move for Deshaun Watson? They might be, man. They might be all in on this guy. I mean, it, it's been reported for two weeks now that the, the the Panthers have made no, you know, they have made no confusion that they they have said that they want Deshaun Watson. And they're going to give up the farm to get him. You know what I mean? If that means they got to sell the stadium to go get that guy, they're going to go get him. You know what I'm saying? And, and there's a possibility with this happening, the reconstruction of the contract. I, I don't know what the. I don't know, man. I, maybe yeah, they so do. I'm, I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you a quote here from the head coach of the Panthers because nice. he was asked this. He was asked exactly what's going on, and he said that he talked to his quarterback. Nice. Teddy's our quarterback. He's a total pro. I look forward to him coming back. Rule also acknowledged that the quarter was part of discussions with another team. Mm. Neither ruled out drafting a quarterback at eight overall or exploring other options if a quarter became available. Who would be available at number eight for them? Because Justin oh, Fields, man. Trevor Lawrence, and Zach Wilson are going to be off the board by... Well, you know what? No, maybe not Zach. Maybe not... Maybe not one. That's of that's that's who's potentially one of the three there. will be there. Yeah, one of the three might be there because we're not going to take him at. I think we have pick number three. Matter of fact, I don't think it's four. So, 
It's a four. Either three, three or four. Something like that. We're not going to take him. You know what I'm saying? We're not. Mm-hmm. We're definitely not going to take him. I don't know how many other teams need a quarterback for their for their team until they get to number eight. One of the three might be there because I, I still think <laughs> I think it's going to be hilarious that I think Urban Meyer just takes well, Justin Fields to be out of spite. I have the draft order here for you. Okay, so Jacksonville's cool. going to take your quarterback. Yeah, they got to for Whether, sure. Yeah, the Jets are the team that you wonder, right? Sam Darnold, mm. quarterback. Right, you can easily see them taking. So let's say one and two go quarterback. Your your Dolphins are third. Okay, they're not going to take a quarterback. They're going to take the best receiver available. Right. So they, they think about that. They're going to have the option of Chase, Devontae Smith, or Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Then you get Atlanta. Atlanta who could be the spot where that third quarterback ends up. Right. That's what I was going to say because I haven't heard anything about Matt Ryan's resigning. I haven't even heard any about other teams interested in him either. You know what I'm saying? Because I heard he, he was on the table. Potentially, you got Cincinnati who just got Joe Burrow. But will he? You well, got yeah. They're not gonna draft another quarterback. He's. I hope he doesn't play this year. I hope he comes back in twenty twenty two. We'll see. Yeah, we'll that, see where he's recovering, man. Yeah. And then you got Philadelphia who just said they're all in on Jalen Hurts. Yes, they did. So they're probably gonna go get a receiver, right? So you got Miami's probably gonna take a receiver. The next best receiver is probably gonna end up going to Philadelphia or Cincinnati, then Philadelphia. Then you got Detroit who they just got golf. So you figure they're probably going to stick with golf. So they're probably going to draft a defensive player. It's true. Then you got Carolina at eight. So depending on what happens with Atlanta or the Jets, Wilson may be there. Trey Lance is another guy to kind of keep an eye out for from, from I think it's uh, North Dakota State. Maybe? What about what about Mac Jones too? Mac Jones is still going to be probably available. Yeah, it's, I don't know if he's Mac a first-round pick though. Mac Jones screams to me a Patriot guy. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think that's the guy that gets drafted by the Patriots. That same system type deal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, there's a possibility there could be a guy there at, at eight. There could be a possibility that Houston maybe sees who's there at eight. And if Carolina has the, the pick there, maybe their guy's still there. They decided that I think Deshaun Watson gets traded on draft day. Really? Undrafted, he gets drafted. If Carolina is seriously all in about Deshaun Watson, if if there's a quarterback at eight that Houston wants, Deshaun Watson will be gone to Carolina, and they'll take the eighth overall pick, make their quarterback, and move on with the organization. That's huge, man. That's really huge. That's really that's huge. Gotta be, that's got to be the move you would think for so. them there. Yeah. And then the other one also is the Bears. right? The Bears decide to go out there and franchise tag uh, Allen Robinson, which I know your guy, Mike Fury, yeah. is probably pumped yeah. that, that Allen Robinson is on his way back to Chicago. Absolutely. Wilson has rumored that he wants to go to Chicago. Yep. Yes, Trubisky he is. is going to be a free agent. Yes. Nick Foles could He's, be cut yep. to create the room. Yeah. And now, you know, what do you trade away to Seattle to, to get- acquire a guy like Wilson because Chicago is not picking till 20 in the 20th in the first round. So they don't have the highest of draft picks, right? So you're looking at at least multiple first round picks and multiple second round picks. Yes. In and, order to and, have a, a and a new car and some Girl Scout cookies <laughs> to get this freaking job done. Yeah, you're right, man. They're going to have to give up. They're going to give up a lot, man. And is, is he not worth it though? Russell Wilson is no, worth three first round Chicago. draft picks. I don't know if Chicago has the capital to do it. Yeah, that's true too. Because you know what's funny, man? We talk we're talking about quarterbacks, we're talking about Watson and Wilson and Dak Prescott. One of the things these guys have to understand, man, and you hear this all the time, especially you're a Buck fan. You got Tom Brady now. Everybody keeps asking, especially now that he won his seventh ring, how does Tom Brady keep doing this? How does he keep doing this? And it's because he keeps taking pay cuts. You quarterbacks keep taking the, the most money and, and taking away from the team. What is the priority? Because it's starting to turn like a little culture thing here. Because as minorities, me and you, Hispanic, black, whatever you want to call it, we've always been taught, go get the money. Go get the money. Go get the bag. Get paid. You want to be rich, 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 rich. And there's nothing wrong with that either. But you can't be on a football team complaining about wins or losses when when you've got, you know, your team in 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 a bottlenecked situation because you have all the money and we can't get offensive linemen. We can't go get receivers. Of course, we would love to beef up the defense, but we can't do it because everybody wants to pay, be paid 
forty million dollars a year. You know what I mean? You know, I, I completely agree. And so here's what I'm gonna do for you. What's up? I have I have a list here of the last the last Super Bowl winners. Mm-hmm. Okay, that have won the Super Bowl in the last five years. Okay, I'm gonna keep it short. Brady's four of the five, that so that's cool. He's in there quite a bit. Uh, but again, so we're going to go with Brady this past year, mm-hmm. right? Brady's not even in the top 10 in quarterbacks game earning money in the NFL. Right. He's not even in the top 10. He's probably like 14th. All right. You take Mahomes the year before. This is before he signed his deal. So he was on a rookie contract, which means he was probably making between 9 to $10 million a year. Yes. Well below the average quarterback. Then you take Brady when they beat the Rams, right? Yes, you take that's why they did, yeah. Philadelphia, when they won, mm. Nick Foles was relatively cheap because he was a backup. Carson Wentz was on a rookie deal. Wow. There's a, there's a theme. There's a theme here. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Patriots won against the Falcons in the 28-3 to ever some comeback, mm-hmm. right? Again, Tom Brady. Not making a whole lot of money. <laughs> and right before that, you had old Payne Manning. And when Payne Manning won his Super Bowl right before he retired, yeah. he wasn't making a whole lot of money. No, he was just to well. prove a point and get out. He was there exactly to, to, to win and get out. Yeah. Um, you, you, you date back to when Seattle won it with Russell Wilson back in 2014, almost seven years, eight years yeah, he ago was now. He on a rookie contract, right? Russell Wilson was on a rookie contract. That's funny, right? man. So, and again, this continues on and on and on because even with Baltimore Ravens won it with Ed Reed and Ray Lewis, Joe Flacco was on a rookie contract deal. That's All these guys got paid after they won. And since they got paid, they have not been back. The yeah, only guy that's consistently been back is TB12. Because but because he found he saw what the blueprint was. Whether he learned it himself, whether he learned it from Belichick. Whatever, but he saw the blueprint. It starts and finishes with me. If I and we all know Tom Brady is worth more than what Mahomes is getting. I mean, maybe I'm wrong in saying that. I'm not a Bucks fan, but I'm, I'm telling you, real recognize is real. This man can ask for whatever he's more, price. He's more valuable than the Dak is. Oh yeah, forty million dollars a year. Absolutely, and all that does is hurt the team. I know you want your payday, man. I get it, but you're a millionaire already. Whether you get one million or forty million, you're a freaking millionaire. You're, still a millionaire. you're a millionaire, bro. Like you're living really good. I get that. So what do you want to do? Because the next thing you do, you turn around, you look at yourself. Especially, let's say I'm on the team. Let's say I'm. Let's say me and you are on the team, and we have a quarterback that's making buku money, right? We got Mahomes that are making money. That's going to hurt the team in two to three years. That's going to hurt mm-hmm. us. You're trying to get it now, but that's going to hurt us in three, four years. We're going to have to dismantle this whole goddamn team. And then we're going to be talking about where the hell is Mahomes going to land and go to because they don't have the money to pay him, and he's going to want to keep getting paid the same amount of money he's been being paid since he joined the Chiefs. Right, man. So, But TB12 has it all figured out. This, this is how he does it. And he's smart. You guys do incentive contracts, right? With, with Bucks, the, Yeah, the Bucks are very heavy on incentive contracts. So they, mm-hmm. they make the incentives easy, though, so he can achieve and get his money because I guess it's a different pot you know, of the money or whatever the case is, they're going to put, hey, Tom Brady, if you throw 14 touchdowns, we're going to pay you $500,000. Well, of course he's going to throw 14 fucking touchdowns. That's literally, you know, 16 games. If he, well, he can miss a game and not <laughs> score a touchdown and still make it. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like, your guys are going to, you, you, TB12 does it well. And again, it's part of what we always call the Brady effect. You're going to get a leader. You're going to get a good, uh, decent quarterback. You're going to get a guy that knows how to install plays. He understands defenses. He brings leadership, like, and then he's gonna he's gonna do your checks and balances for you. I, I and I picture Tom Brady at one buck place, sitting there with the old green taxpayer freaking uh, <laughs> visor, just doing everybody's. I picture him doing that, but it's the Brady effect. These other quarterbacks that we we keep mentioning, man, you want your money, but what you want the money, you want your legacy, right? Tom chooses legacy. He doesn't need the money. Yeah, and, and and it goes to show Tom's want to win, right? You, you know, and you talk about leadership, and you, and you mentioned this. And we'll, we'll get into this here here now because Michael Irvin made some interesting Jesus comments. Christ. And I know you have the clip, so why don't we let the, the, the listeners yeah. listen to what 
Michael Irvin said before we even break it down. Right, and, and that's a perfect setup, man. Here it is. Michael Irvin on what Dak Prescott and Tom Brady mean to the NFL. We have the closest thing in the National Football League to Tom Brady at quarterback now. That's what we have because Dak Prescott has the ability to do what Tom does, and he has the leadership like Tom. That's what – I mean – Dak Prescott alone for his leadership and how these guys follow him was well worth becoming the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. You got to make sure you measure and count for these things. These are important things. You saw what they were like without him last year. I'm talking about the leadership he gives. That's where he's most like Tom Brady. He's a great leader. And very rarely in this National Football League do we have quarterbacks being the heart and soul of a football team. How do you He's absolutely right, man. He's absolutely... What is wrong with you, Michael? You know what I'm saying? I didn't like the tweet that Stephen A. put out there. You know what I'm saying? But again, that's ridiculous to even... Do, let's Come on, put it out there. Let, let's flop it on the table here. Be honest here, man. Let, let's just throw it on the table. Dak Prescott is nothing like Tom Brady. What similarities do you see? And I know what he's trying to say. I know Michael was saying he possesses the leadership like Tom Brady. Well, goddamn, everybody possesses leadership. And you should as a quarterback. And if you're not, we could pick you out from a mile away. What is he? What is he? What is I don't what do you what do you take from that? Yeah, so here's leadership. Let's talk about Tom Brady. Sure. And again, this is not because he's my quarterback. No, no, no. Because no. I've been saying this about him if he was New England with the Bears, with right. whoever he's it's just respect. Tom, you got to respect the guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tom Brady attracts others to come play on his team for less money because he sets the example and he takes less as well. He's like, listen, you're not going to get paid a whole lot because I'm not getting paid a whole lot. You know, in this conversation that we're having today, I've learned what the Patriot way is. That's the Patriot way is we're not, none of us are going to get paid top dollar. We're all going to be average paid Joes yeah. on this football team, and we're going to go win right. because that's the price of winning. Right. That's the sacrifice of winning. And so you know, we, we talked about James White. James White's probably going to come to Tampa. LaShawn McCoy came to Tampa. Leonard Fournette came to Tampa. Gronk came out of retirement to come to Tampa. <laughs> yeah, Antonio Brown lived with Tom Brady to play in Tampa. Mm. Why? Because of his leadership. Yeah. Name a player that has gone to Dallas to go play with Dak since he got drafted. And I'll wait. I, I can't think of one, man. That player doesn't one. exist. It doesn't, man. Because look, think about the NFL. Like with the Dallas Cowboys, when they had Marion Barber, I don't, I don't know if you remember that guy. Marion Barber, mm-hmm. he, he wasn't a long. Um, Marion Barber was one of my favorite. Cowboy running backs since okay. Evan Smith. Mine too. My, and so was mine. And he wasn't a guy that was going to break 70, 80 yards, but he'll go get you a first down. His he'll go, grit. His grit. Right. His what round his was this young man? Do you remember? Yeah, what round? He, was, he was probably a fourth. He was round a pick. fourth round draft pick. He was a fourth round draft pick that Jimmy picked up and he carried over to the Barry Switzer era. But Marion Barber was a fourth-round draft pick. The Cowboys were competitive back then with guys that weren't first-rounders, the guys that didn't get the payday. You know what I'm saying? That's the essence of football. If if people are going to play football thinking, well, I'm going to make millions of dollars and everybody's going to love me. Bro, you can't have it both ways. You can't be the, the top-rated payday quarterback and we're going to give you the Super Bowl as well. You know what I'm saying? I, and I know they have a Madden curse. I call it the payday curse. It's the same shit. Mahomes gets a payday, and he can't win the Super Bowl again. But he wasn't getting paid that money the year before, and look how hungry he was, and he won that fucking Super Bowl by himself. So come on. like You know what I'm saying? Like you got, I understand we're going to be paid like the baseball players. Who wouldn't want to be paid $300, $40 million? It's amazing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But you got to produce, man. You got to produce. Yeah. So for me on this, there's there's two guys. There's two quarterbacks that I compare to Tom Brady from a leadership standpoint. Right. That's Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. 
those two guys are quarterbacks that people want to go play for. Right. They feel bad when things aren't going the way they want it to go. Like people, people go to Seattle. Seattle is not an attractive city. It rains 90% of the time in Seattle year round. Absolutely. Okay. It it is not a uptown type of, it's, it's just the city itself is not a major city, but yet you see guys year in and year out, take less money, go to Seattle because they want to play with a guy like Russell Wilson. The reason why Tyler is still there, right? Deshaun Watson, Brandon Cooks could have gone anywhere. Decided to go to Houston to go play JJ Watt. Who is not there anymore, right? It's one of the things when they were mic'd up, they're walking off at the end of the season. Sad, and he man. felt bad. He wasted one of Deshaun Watson's years yeah. in the league with this terrible situation that Bill O'Brien manifested and, and kind of created. But that's a guy like J- J- there's not another guy respecting the NFL more than JJ Watt is. Oh, I agree with you, man. I, I, for him to come out and say, we wasted Deshaun's third year, fourth year in the league. It's amazing. We wasted it. Yeah, man. That goes to show the leadership and how people feel about a guy like Deshaun Watson, which is why people are like, yeah, we'll give up the farm. We'll for, give up the farm for a guy like him. But when, for Russell Wilson, we'll give up the farm for a guy like that. Of course you would. like you, Because you know what you're going to get out of it. I, the only thing I'm worried about is that these guys go to these teams and then they're sitting there like, okay, I want my payday along with it. Well, what? why would you come to the Bears if you weren't going to try to win a Super Bowl? Everybody needs to get paid to get to make them – Motivate and that listen. This is the problem I think Urban Meyer is going to have when he gets to Jacksonville. This ain't mm-hmm. college, man. You got to you got to tell this forty year old guy who has two baby mamas, a side chick, three kids, all, you know, <laughs> and then a mistress, and he's got freaking child support. He's got on the field problems. You got to make this guy respect you enough to, to not get the payday and just you know, hey, I need you to get in this gap here and make these make this run stop. That's the shit that's fucking hard, man. That's that's yeah, the we, we saw Greg Ciano when he was with the Bucks. He was yeah. this this canarian. You're gonna you know step on the line. We're gonna do sprints every day. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. He didn't last very long at all, at all, man. And because of the grit that he he wanted to talk to them like they were children. And even though this guy's a Hall of Famer, Nick Saban's the same thing. He yeah. struggled when he was with Miami. Oh God, for the same reason. They these guys man. that run these great and again, both these guys, Urban Nick Saban, great college coaches because you know 18 to 21 year olds idolize you they put you on this pedestal because to them you're the next thing the the, the right hand man to god right? right but once you get in the nfl like you said you know you, you, you go tell go tell ben roethlisberger hey ben i'm gonna need you to, to check this down on third down buddy right man yeah Okay. Go, go go tell Juju to stop doing TikToks. Yeah, good luck with that. You know, see how that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, these are grown men with mortgage and stress and problems that are married and, and know, respect matters, right, man? They gotta they gotta buy. Like I'm, I'm interested to see how he gets that team to buy in, because very easily, then two years you're like, yo, screw Urban Meyer, man. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, uh, it'll be another. Uh, it'll be another. Uh, Heart condition, right. your health condition. Right. He's got to step away. And that's exactly what he's going to do. That's what I'm afraid of. He's going to get to that school and be like, you know what, guys? I have a urinary tract infection. I can't do it. I got to miss six games. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, guy, that guy's going to do something, man. And he's going to bail on him. And NFL fans, more than, you know, I'm sure they watch college, but NFL fans, true fans, they'll never forget that. And they'll freaking burn you at the stake the next time you try to go get on a team. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and you know some of the other exciting, interesting, sure. you know, head scratching kind of news that I was kind of looking about today. That I want to get your info on is the CFL, who just announced their reopening again. Right. They're back for operations here in 2021. They're doing a merger with XFL. Yeah. yeah. Now the XFL was bought by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. About a year ago, COVID, you know, kind of shut them down. They're not doing, they're not having a season in 2021. Mm. Can this merger, and again, details of it isn't finalized exactly how it's all going to work. It hasn't been finalized, but can this eventually be the NFL's competition? It can be, especially if they expand it to Europeans, you know, if they make it a European league, you know what I mean? Because there's already European football being played right now. Yes. 
If you can merge all those guys together, that might be huge. Man. You know I mean? Man, can you imagine the NFL taking on the the champion of the CFL, XFL merging or whatever the and the worlds? It's kind of like baseball is where worlds in USA. Right. right. If you were, if you want to take over, you want to be competitive. Oh, you boy. definitely do that. You arrange something where you're going to play and you figure out who's on the team. Figure out okay, what well, this guy plays here, he can't be here. Let's make this as even as possible. Whatever we got to do. I don't know, man. XFL XFL was was exciting when they had what was the guy named he he hate me you remember <laughs> had the jersey he hate me it was exciting to watch yeah. CFL I've seen a couple games Canadian league it's not that bad but if you if you merge these guys drop the X drop the freaking you know drop the C and make it an IFL you know International Football League there you go and now now or WFL World Football League because now you can Whoa. literally sit there and say you are the world champs you are the world champs. Football is the only sport that you're like, yeah, we're the world champion. Well, you didn't play the fucking world. You know what I'm <laughs> you're, saying? You're, you're, you're the American champs. Yeah, yeah, you're just the U.S. <laughs> champs, man. Don't. But it'd be cool to see it. I hope they, you know, maybe they can move on and merge because there, there's so many guys that should be in the NFL that get a second chance off of something like this that you'd be like, okay, man, this is this maybe maybe he's matured and, and he's ready to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just wonder if if this merger will create a. NBA G League version of it, oh, that's or G true League too. version of it, where you know these teams. All right, we're going to get thirty-two teams. Every club has a a junior team. We're going to draft a bunch of guys. We're going to make the draft instead of seven rounds. We'll make it fifteen rounds. You know, we'll put guys on that team that don't make our active roster. That way, they continue yeah. to develop on our system. You know, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Create international opportunities for for the NFL to kind of expand. A little bit, right, and, and go into these Europe and and other parts of of the world uh, to make it a worldwide, a truly worldwide competition sport. Interesting. No, it, it'll be interesting to see how that kind of works. Right. And the last thing we're running up, we're, we're at the fifty minute mark. Sure. Here, your heat, God, are under some heat. <laughs> yeah, man. Under some fire. For for some comments, and, and I'm gonna let you kind of talk a little bit about exactly what what was said by the <laughs> Miami Heat player, and, and, and now as we're kind of piecing it all together, it's like, oh man, we kind of should have seen this coming a little bit. Um, so, what exactly happened with your Heat? Well, everybody knows. Everybody, well, I don't know if everybody knows, but everybody um, understands that you know one thing: you, racism is not tolerated whatsoever. Correct. Like Nowhere it's, it's, ever in any shape, way, or form. It, it's just you. You're. It's. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? We understand that it's here. We understand that it's, it's. It's all around us. I get that. But my Miami Heat player decided to do something that, you know, wasn't very smart whatsoever. Myers Leonard, who, who plays for the Miami Heat, uh, we've actually talked about it when they were playing in the bubble. How he was helping and contributing and all those other things. He is known to have a um, a sort of like a Twitch account in where he live streams him playing video games. This is something that he likes to do. Um, okay, so apparently whatever happened in the game, they sniped him, they killed him, and he yelled out a word that does not, uh, it, it's, it's equal to being racist against black people. You know what I'm saying? Being racist okay. against Hispanic people. He, and it was against what? 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 What, what nationality? What, it was. What race? It was against. The, it was against Jewish people. Which I, I you know, oh. you know. First of all, first of all, out of anybody <laughs> to piss off, you, you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? There's, there, there's three. There's three you groups just, of people you don't piss off. You just don't do it, man. You don't. And, you don't do it to black people. You don't do it to Jews. And you don't do it to Hispanics because all three have a following of people right. that will just. Handle it exactly. That's it. You said handle it. And what? What? I don't understand. Maybe I do understand. Is he? Is he just racist all the time, or just when he gets angry because he's losing in a game? Because in the game he was losing, he got sniped. He got you know you know how you play Fortnite. Yeah, Call of Duty. Some they sniped him, and he yelled you effing, and he put the K word in there, bitch, and then all the blah 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 all that stuff. Live streaming Twitch. Here's the bad part. How many, how many, what's the age demographic for Twitch? What do you think it is? Oh man, it's gonna be young, 
right. to middle age for sure. So I'm going to say probably eight to 35. <sighs> wow. 30, well, 40. I'll say 40. I'll well, say I was, I, was going, I was going 10, but eight. Yeah, you're pretty much, you're, you're right. It's an, there's eight year olds with cell phones. So not only do you say this stupid freaking thing, but these kids think it's okay for you to say this. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's the example that he didn't get the set. He's, he's suspended from the team indefinitely. Like indefinitely, I mean, he don't want nothing to do with him. He has he has given out an apology. He I, let's let's talk about that for a second. If you're gonna apologize, fucking mean the apology, man. You know, yeah. and that's where you. That's why we they're gonna still talk about this four days from now, uh, because mm-hmm. of his dumbass apology. I didn't know what the word meant. You had to have heard it from somewhere to use it in a reference. You know what I'm saying? To describe a situation, you had to have known some type of meaning behind it Something. in order to use it in context. There's you, no, you, there's no way around that. Right? Especially, come on, man. We all know what happened in the history. Like we all know the Holocaust. Like we, we, we know the history. And you just blurt this out on live freaking TV, which makes me makes me understand that he's probably said this a thousand more times. Yeah. He just got he just got caught this time. Somebody probably was like, yo, last time I sniped, sniped him, he called me XYZ. I'm going to do it again, record it, watch what he says. He, he mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it, interesting enough, so I'm reading more and more about him, and a picture pops up that I was just like, well, now this makes sense. When they were in the bubble and George Floyd had happened and he had passed away and everybody was really upset about what was going on, it was a big unity that came from the NBA because remember there was games that we didn't think that they were going to play. They made them up. You know, they, there was, we thought they were going to cancel the season after this because players weren't going to play. But in a picture, you see Eric Spolza uh, taking a knee. You see Pat Riley taking a knee. You see Jimmy Butler. They're all locked in arms, taking a knee. The man standing directly next to Jimmy Butler is, is Myers Leonard. And he is not on a knee. And he is standing up with his hand over his heart. You know what I'm saying? People, maybe I'm reading too much into that. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. And I didn't think of nothing of it other than he, you know, he wants to stand for the national anthem. But I don't even know what to think of this guy after, you know, this one line sense. And I'm not, I know people can change. I know people can do all these things. I know we should not write them off. But damn, George, what do you, like, to say it means that you've done it before. And you've probably said it your whole life. You just don't literally yeah. say it one time. And the people you hang around with are probably of the same oh, there you go. mindset. Mindset, yep. Because, because you know, my, my mom, and I, I know you use mom references on the show every now and then. Uh, one of the biggest Hispanic sayings is you tell me who your friends are, it'll tell me who you are as a person. Right. Right. Because right? your friends, your circle will mold you into who you are as you grow through life. Right. right. And it's got to be his friends have got to be people that that use these words, use these phrases loosely in their everyday conversation where after a period of time, it makes it acceptable. You lose yeah. the sense of wrong and right. Yeah. Because you said all the time it's never been here been corrected. So it, yeah. it becomes acceptable in your in your bubble that people live in. Right. Right, and then you go out there on social, and, and in today's world, and, and there's a lot of bad things about social media. Yeah, there is, man. These are one of the few good things about social media because you better be on your shit. You have to twenty four seven, or else you're going to get exposed eventually. Eventually, true character will show. Yeah, man. And that's exactly what happened for this guy. You wonder, you know, you start piecing stuff together. He's made the word. Then you go back at the picture. He didn't take a knee. You kind of wonder where his stance is with all of it. Yeah. And and without even talking to him, you already written him off. I, I, right. Exactly. Perception becomes reality. And that's what happens, man. And, and again, I know people hate the cancer, the, not the cancer, the cancel culture. Oh, it's cancel culture. It's cancel culture. Look, man, it's not tolerated anymore. There's a reason why these statues got taken down. Before this social media, before social media, things were able to be hidden. Oh, absolutely. Covered up, paced over, 
bought off. He say, right? she say type. Oh, I didn't say that. Controversy, thing. Yeah. right? There's no proof that I said anything. So how do you know? Right. Right. But to me, all that stuff back back in the day started with with Riley Cooper, receiver for the oh, Eagles. Yeah, man. Where yeah. he dropped the word he dropped M-bomb, in the man. middle of nowhere. Yeah. For so, no reason. For no reason. So, you know, that's the beauty about social media is it creates more awareness and it exposes people consistently because now it's factual. Yeah. It's it's evidence. And it never um, goes away. And it doesn't. You can't go, go to you can't go to internet headquarters and submit a request to delete it. to be deleted <laughs> and removed. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing you can freaking do. And, and even if with us on the radio, we have to be careful as well. We can't. We well, can't. Look, we, we we have to be careful. But you and I are individuals that go out and say anything anyways to begin with, right? So because so because we are normal people. <laughs> normal being the word. Yeah. Normal people, right? It doesn't matter what we say because we're always going to be within the guidelines because that's who we are. It's how we were raised, how, how we're raised. programmed. There you go. How we were programmed. That's how right. our circle. That's how our circle has he, raised. He us. just made a bad call. And again, I don't know if this guy is a bad guy. I don't know if he's a good guy, but I know you made a bad freaking call, man. And, and all the negative light is going to come on you. There's nothing else you can do as of right now other than take what take what's coming to you, take what's happening, and maybe reevaluate in a year or two and understand what it happened. You know what I mean? The magnitude of it. You know what I'm saying? Here's a question I got for you as a Heat fan. Sure. Do you cut him? You have to. You can't play him. You can't keep him. And and it's not, and this is the bad, this is not the bad, but this is the business part of doing something bad. This is what you have to deal with, man. The Heat might love him and and maybe he's never said anything even close to it. Maybe he's never, oh, I doubt it it completely. I doubt it completely. Because when you say it freely over a video game, I know you're saying in the car when you get cut off by somebody. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you're saying after a couple of bad shots, you're, you're mumbling something, you're thinking something. Exactly, exactly. That's part of your DNA. Or you're it's standing you there are. too long at the DMV and you're just like, mother, I know he probably <laughs> said it. But let's say he was able to hide that from the Miami Heat management, the Miami Heat players. This comes to light. You have to have one, you have to have a conversation with them. You're going to have to mm-hmm. sit down and understand what's going on. And two, you're going to be firm with what you're going to do. Listen, we, we have to release you. This is part of the business. And everybody has, to understand, everybody has to understand, too, you are more than welcome to have freedom of speech. Nobody's saying you can't. What the problem is, there is consequences that, from what you say. Correct. You can say whatever you want. Just know there's consequences when it happens. And this is the consequence. And, and again, I hope he was able to overcome this in the year, next couple of years. But I just don't see him. I just don't see him being with the Miami Heat much longer. Yeah, hopefully Miami does the right thing and cuts him. I, th- I think he should be cut. Yeah. I think that's the right thing to do. Again, it's a brand, so you don't want your brand associated with a player that did this. Uh, to me, there's no different. That's no difference. I mean, there's a significant difference. But Dwayne Haskins in the club, right. making it rain during COVID with no mask on. <laughs> you know, consequences, you know I mean? man. There's and, consequences. And there's consequences to your actions. You do what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Right, but if you speed, you're probably gonna get a ticket. Right, you're, 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 drive, you're probably going to get you're a You're more than welcome to go into the store and steal that. Absolutely. It's your right, but don't be mad when you get caught. And it, there's a consequence. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that happens, man. Yeah, so hopefully Miami does the right thing. We'll see. We'll see what happens in the next couple of days. Yeah. I know our next episode here is going to segue out through this. Our, our next episode, we're going to talk about March Madness. Yes. It is back. Yeah. There will be a March Madness season this year. There wasn't one last year because of COVID. We were, it's crazy to think a year ago. To date is when some of the the craziness in our world, at least in our world, started falling apart yeah, and started falling apart and shutdowns and. and now, but going now on. we get to do the bracket. Now we could probably ask the audience and whoever wants to do it. Do you want to do a March Madness bracket and try We're to beat us? It. You guys couldn't do it in football, so let's see if you, what you got for basketball. Maybe we maybe we <laughs> can knock it out. You know what I'm saying? But we will do something like that, man. I'm looking forward to that, man. Yeah, so if you're interested in joining the On The Clock March Madness Tournament, three requirements. A, make sure you subscribe to the show, which you have the opportunity to do it right now if you haven't yet. Two, send us an email, ontheclock20, gmail.com. Let us know, hey, you want in. Third, when you say you want in, let me know what your email address is, first and last name, so I can add you to the group. Send you the invite. You can join and hopefully, hopefully get a chance to beat 
either Raul or not, because I'm feeling March Madness is a Raul tournament. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel it is a cherry pick tournament where Raul just closes his eyes yes. and starts poking at teams of who's going to win. And somehow you pick all the upsets, yeah. you pick who the winner is, and you win by a mile. I, I don't know. I let, I let God do the movement for me is what's going to happen. <laughs> And and the odds of if you remember the odds of picking the the bracket winner for every single game whatever the case is like is almost harder than winning the lottery, you know what I'm right. saying? So someone's gonna do it. Yeah, someone's Thank gonna do you. it. Man. But it's gonna be great, man. That's all the time we do have, man. George, another awesome podcast. We'll do it again and we'll release it for Sunday morning, and we will go into those subjects. You have a great time, sir. That's what you need to do. Have a great time at Disney. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the to the uh, fun time. That I'm going to have at Disney. I'm going to have a flask in my pocket throughout the entire trip. <laughs> Do not dehydrate, man. Don't dehydrate. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I, I'm, that's, that's what the flask is for, to stay hydrated. But again, thank you for another exciting podcast, Raul. Love doing these with you, dude. Uh, if you enjoyed today's show, again, please subscribe to the show. Hit follow. That way you just get notified when we drop a new episode so you can listen to your favorite show. Visit our Facebook group. It's called On The Clock Sports Talk. Send us an email. You want to join the show? You have topics you want to hear us talk about on the clock 20 at gmail.com. And until next time, you're on the clock.